Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. I'm here with Kaunda Chama. We are doing it for uh, the NBA fans on the African continent. Kaunda, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited. So much is happening. All-stars around the corner. Kyrie uh, Irving just bought a new home in, in Dallas. Uh, yeah. That's pending, pending, payment you know, pending. Hey. Yeah, hell of a lot to talk about on the, on the podcast this week. And I think uh, we're going to start with the Kyrie Irving trade and, and the trade deadline talks and, and all sorts of stuff around that. But then also all-star reserves and how things have filled out, um, how some of the injuries can affect some of that. So there's a lot to really get into. Kaunda, it's, um, it's going to be a good one. Before we get into anything, let's give everybody our social media handles at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Facebook, and at Post Up Zone on Instagram. Uh, for all things NBA from an African perspective, we're right here in Johannesburg, South Africa. This is the Post Up Podcast. Kaunda. Cyrus. Kyrie Irving. Mame. Yeah. Look, as a Lakers fan, and, and we've got to start here, okay. how do you feel about this Kyrie, the reported Kyrie Irving trade from the Nets? To the Dallas Mavericks. Look, I, I was I was toying with the fact that he might wind up with us at the Lakers, and uh, I was excited because you know whenever somebody's moving and your team appears on the likely destinations or preferred destinations, I was like, come on, Kyrie, make it happen. You and LeBron can do it again. This time you <laughs> might have AD with you. Come on, man. And uh, yeah, I think uh, the Dallas Mavericks maybe had a more compelling. Um, argument or a more appealing offer or it's just like Jotsai probably didn't want to make the Lakers look good. I don't know Cyrus but ah it is what it is. It's kind of like so, so but but you haven't answered. How do you feel? I was about to finish. <laughs> it's like you're at the the matric dance, right? Uh-huh. And then you're looking at this girl yeah. and you want to ask her to dance. Yeah. Then the the, the captain of the basketball team asks her Soups before in. and then you're like, "You know what?" Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, and you just okay, walk away. Okay. <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> the weird part, Kanda, is I know exactly what that's like. But, um, <laughs> I get you. I get you. Look, it's an interesting one for me because I look at this and, and I've always been very, um, very intrigued to see what the Nets do in the sense that I didn't think the Lakers would be able to offer the best deal. And the mm -hmm. Nets were trying to, at some point, they actually managed to get into it. Not quite a bidding war as such, but uh, into negotiations with a couple of teams who really yeah. needed to have a player like Kyrie on their books. And when you look at what the Lakers were willing to give up versus what they need and, and, and that sort of thing, um, it really became very um, apparent to me that the Lakers might not even have been the best LA-based team um, to give the Nets the kind of deal that they might have wanted. Uh, but then at this point as well, it's also hard when you're in a, in a market, in, in, a, in a buyer's market, because the Nets, everybody knew the Nets needed to get rid of Kyrie. Um, it's been years of, of real, I don't want to call it animosity as such, but it's been a back and forth. The, the ownership have been really pulling their hair out, especially this season with Kyrie's um, issues that have happened off the court. Mm -hmm. And it's generally the off-the-court stuff that's caused a lot of problems. And then now this trade request was the thing where they're like, okay, you know what? Let's just get this deal done. Yeah. And the deal with the Mavericks is great for the Nets. Now, is it great for the Mavericks? We'll discuss that a little bit. But I do think, though, that um, the Nets will look at this and think, okay, They've gotten a couple of players back. I mean, let's go into the the, de the reported details of the trade, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris mm -hmm. um, going to, to, to Dallas. To Dallas, And yeah. then you've got um, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, Finney yeah. a first-round pick and a couple of second-round picks going mm. to, to Brooklyn. So it gives both of those teams kind of what they need. 
Um, I don't think that this will make KD any happier because, you know, he's gone from two all-stars in uh, James Harden and Kyrie Irving to the all-star and, dare I say, Ben Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, Ben's on his way back. I, 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 you know, let's let's leave him out of this. This no, actually, he deserves to be in discussion because no, he has to we're, be. we're looking at the, 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 the Brooklyn the, yeah. Nets uh, as a whole. Cyrus, look, I, I'm not sure. I think the Nets got the better end of the deal here because, first of all, Spencer Dinwiddie is not Kyrie Irving, and you've seen him in, in Dallas. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 hasn't had the best time in Dallas. I mean, he he came from Washington. He's done all right. He's he done all right in Washington. He kind of struggled a little bit. Well, I mean, the thing with, with yes, he, he wasn't at his best. But, but in Dallas, he, he's been blowing hot and cold. But the, the, the thing with him is, actually, he's been blowing warm and, 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 and not too hot. Let me not yeah. call it cold, right? He's had his moments. Warm. He's and, had his moments. And sometimes he's been hot. But, but look, him and, uh, and Finney Smith, yeah, because I'm looking at right now. I'm not yeah. counting in the picks and that kind of stuff. What happens in the rest of this season? I think it takes away what I thought was a championship-chasing uh, team. I, I think Kyrie's a different animal. Yeah. And, and him uh, uh, alongside Kevin Durant would have been that core that, that sends this, this team to, you know, to, to, to the Eastern Conference Finals minimum. Uh, but minimum, but wow. but but Cyrus now, um, yes, I I was thinking that would meet either the Bucks or or the Celtics. Well, in the they've, they've right. met the Bucks early before with Kyrie and James Harden, and it didn't quite work for them. So, well, uh, but I, I get well, you. James Harden was playing off one leg. And you remember it was a whole mm-hmm. thing that mm-hmm. season. But, Always a whole thing. But 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 the thing for me is. You, you you need a, a guy with killer instinct like Kyrie, which I don't think uh, Finney Smith or or Dinwiddie have, uh, although they're, they're they're decent players. And, and KD, I think, will find himself where to be, um, kind of like where Luca was. It was like the Luca Doncic and the other guys, all or nothing. So it's going to be Kevin Durant and the other guys. Enough respect to Steph Curry and Patty Mills but and I, Joe I Harris, most but, of the but you understand what I mean. Their, their roster. KD is superstar, he's box office, right? Yes. And and I guess that that's your point. Uh, look, Spencer Dinwiddie is a former net. Um, he, in fact, Absolutely. he's performed really well. It's gone full circle for yeah. him, right? So it's, it's interesting to see that. I, I do think, though, that um, I, I totally agree with you. Brooklyn mm-hmm. definitely got a better end of this deal. Um, I think especially with the, the stuff that they've gotten back. But the big issue here is it's not enough of a deal to make Kevin Durant feel like, okay, we're still on track to win yeah. the championship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where they're also going to be long-term losers when it comes down to it. Because KD, yes, he signed an extension. Uh, we'll probably be like, okay, I've asked out before. I'm going to do it again. And um, it might not happen right now, though mm-hmm. he's playing great basketball, though he's injured. Um, but it's going to happen soon because um, the trade deadline is coming up really, really soon at the end of this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Nets are, are sort of caught in in a really, really tough situation because they haven't, if they ratify the deal as as it stands, they can't then trade Dinwiddie and uh, Finney Smith till, um, you know, like at the end of the season. Yep. Um, so if they're trying to pull other teams in and, and, and you know, get more value out of this to try and get another star player, who knows who that could be, if anybody's even available, um, for the price that, that the, the Nets might be able to, to pay, mm-hmm. it then becomes really difficult because you're like, okay, fine, so... Let's say they bring in somebody like I don't know um, uh, Fred Van Fleet from from the Raptors. From the Raptors, is mm. that is that enough of a player for KD to be like, okay, I think we're good, or is he still like, nah, man, uh, that, that that ain't gonna cut it? 
No, I don't, I don't think Fred Van Fleet uh, belongs in the league where Kyrie, Steph, and and, and, Damian, Lillard, and Damian Lillard belongs. Cyrus, I, I, think, I think he's a different guy. He's a great guy. Mm. Big shout out. I mean, we've even featured him on, on our website and, and spoken about him on the, on the pod quite a lot. Yeah. But Cyrus, look, we haven't even spoken about what the Mavs got. True. So True. the Mavs, right? Remember, I've been going in on them about the Jalen Bronson disaster. Yeah, like, how do you let go of a guard uh, of that potential? But then again, they, they bring in Kyrie, right? Kyrie alongside Luca is a great one-two punch, but would they be on the court at the same time? How, how are well, they going to play they that? they probably would. This is going to be a, a, a same situation where you had Russell Westbrook and James Harden, who are both mm. point guards. Then... James Harden had to defer and become the shooting guard, remember? When they were in Houston. So is this what's going to happen with Kyrie? Because uh, Luka is bigger, is he now going to become the shooting guard? Or is Kyrie going to play shooting guard? Because I I don't know, what's what's going to happen here? Because I don't think that Luka isn't a guard. He's just been playing a lot of on-ball stuff, and though, and therefore he looks more like, you mm. know, like 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 a guard. I mean, he is he's playing a sort of a, a quality power forward, small forward. But mm-hmm. the thing is, him and Kyrie can coexist. If mm-hmm. you look at how um, the Mavs have been playing with the likes of Dinwiddie and Brunson before, mm-hmm. they 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 basically have facilitated for Luca to 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 eat. Right mm-hmm. now, you've got a situation where Luca can actually take a back seat. It then creates defensive. Um, uh, question marks in the uh, defensive team's mind in terms of who's going to be the one who actually takes the shot, who's going to be the one that, that attacks us. Yeah. So I think that they can and should coexist. Um, it's just a question of how they're able to get their chemistry going because I think they're quite smart basketball players, Luca yep. and Kyrie. And, mm-hmm. and Kyrie, he's very capable in the ISO um, system and situation. Yep. And that's what the Mavericks have been playing a lot of. It is that Luca's usage has been insane. So, so maybe you can get some rest now. Exactly. And and not just that, he can be on the court and not have to handle the ball all the time. Exactly. So I think that's where they're, they're looking at this saying, we keep the ball out of Lucas' hands part of the time. Uh-huh. It gives us an opportunity to give teams something different to think about in terms of how uh-huh. they're going to beat us. Because right now, Teams play the Mavericks and they think, okay, let's let Luca beat us, yeah. as opposed to let's let the Mavericks beat us. Uh-huh. Now it's like, okay, it could be Luca, it could be it could Kyrie. Be and so that gives them, um, you know, questions that they really have to answer. Not that it's, you know, impossible to stop either one of them, but it then becomes a bit trickier. The thing, though, for the Mavs is what happens on the defensive end. Because Dorian Finney-Smith has been a very important defensive player mm-hmm. for them. Kyrie is not a great uh, defensive exponent, though he has been stealing the ball quite quite a lot this he's season. Got, he's got active hand size, but then enter the Morris twin, mm-hmm. Mark Mar- Morris, yeah. who's quite big and, mm-hmm. and he's not a bad defender. So, so I think... Mark Cuban and company had the, the, the ducks in a row, although I just realized this week, have you ever seen ducks in a row? But that's right. <laughs> I, I actually You have. actually have, because yes. I don't think I've seen ducks in a row. <laughs> but anyway, um, Cyrus, it, it was a clever move to get a, a defensive player in my, oh, my, my Keith he, Morris. He, he does a little bit of everything. And an offensive player in... Because Kyrie. He, he, uh, my Keith Morris is not a bad shooter either. No, exactly. And, and, that, and that was my point. And he's then, like a 3 and D. Yeah, and, 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 and from a defensive uh, perspective, he's Gives quite them big. Size, yeah. He can play him at the 4. He's mm-hmm. big enough. You, you can even put him as a 3, although he's not really... He's an in-betweener, but yeah. But you know, he can be like a stretch 4 the other direction, right? Yeah. So, uh, Cyrus, I, I think the Mavs may, might have gotten a better deal here than the, the Brooklyn Nets. But, but in essence, the big question comes down to 
how long is Kyrie going to be in Dallas? And that's where the question marks around this deal come in because he's got six months left of his contract. Um, he could be a free agent in, in, in the summer and then put himself out there and then the Mavs suddenly have no one that they can mm. trade for. I mean, they might get cap space back yeah. because of his salary. Yeah. But um, this could be one of the most expensive rentals that cost them because of the picks that they gave away. So they they need Kyrie to sign a contract with them and and they've got the capability to do that. Maybe what they're hoping is, and maybe cross fingers it does happen, is like the Kawhi Leonard rental in Toronto. <laughs> I, I don't I don't you, think that's you rent it. a superstar, he wins you a chip, <laughs> and you're like, thanks. You can even go if you like. <laughs> I, I oh man, I mean I hear you. You know but, what I mean? Like, hey, you know, things have happened, but all I'm hoping is Come six months, he becomes a free agent. There's another house in El Segundo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest issue here is that I don't think the Lakers... I mean, right now, you're then looking at 39-year-old LeBron James trying yep. to take that team to a championship with a Kyrie Irving who um, has been mercurial at best. I don't know if that's necessary. And you got Anthony Davis. God, yeah. God, God willing, he stays healthy. Yeah, I, you know, because by then, Russ... I, I just don't think that's, an, uh, that's a thing. No, no, that's me dreaming, right? I, yeah, I can it, wish it upon a star, Cyrus. I, I'm going to say one other thing to you about Dallas. What's the one thing about the state of Dallas that keeps a lot of people really happy? Taxes. No state tax. Yeah. And so Kyrie signs a massive deal in Dallas. He gets the majority of that money and that would make him happy, I would assume. So that's what the Mavericks are looking at are saying, look, you can come and sign here. It's a mm -hmm. good city, big city. We, we really are trying to achieve things. Mm -hmm. um, there's none of the major distractions around all the other stuff that's happening. Yeah. Um, you can get every single cent that you want. And let's just get this 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 part. And it's going. not one of those flashy markets with the paparazzis and the. It it is it isn't, and and maybe that might actually um, you know give Kyrie what he wants from a, a personal perspective. Yes, where you know, being able to sort of you just unplug. ball and go home and and unplug yeah. and there's nice you know. What, what, what do you call it? Prairies and whatever. Yeah, there, open there, spaces. Open space. You can just yeah. get on a horse and go out there and just meditate. I mean, I hey, mean, look. now we're making the sales pitch for <laughs> Dallas, but the reality is that they do stand a chance of, of signing him long term. There yeah. are some people who are saying Dallas wouldn't have done this deal if they didn't think Kyrie might be True. looking to start sign the extension. So I look at it and I say it could be a total disaster for the for the Mavericks if they don't get Kyrie on a longer term basis, like a two year contract. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that they have a, they have a really good shot of, of being able to do that. The thing here is, what does Kyrie Irving want? Nobody really understands. Um, yes, I he wanted out of Brooklyn. We would have would have to do a one on one or two on one interview with with, with uh, Kyrie to find out what he wants. Right? Oh, I don't even know if we'd get to the bottom <laughs> of it. But yes, please, Kyrie, we're more than more than uh, capable of, of having you on the Post Up Podcast um, to to close off the the conversation around Kyrie Irving. And, and this trade, do you think that this could be the, the trade that sort of starts to get the, the, the trade machine really swinging into overtime as we get to the trade deadline come uh, end of Thursday? Yeah, absolutely, Cyrus. I think th this is one of the big ones. Um, I know there were also rumors about James Harden wanting, James Harden wanting out of the, uh, uh, Philly. Mm -hmm. we, we never really got to the bottom of that. It was yeah. more of a rumor than anything. Um, I mean, people have been talking about the fact that Bradley Bill might need to move out of yeah. Washington because I think the, his run there ha it's has come to an end. I mean, it, this it, might be it. Yeah, it, it's not as if he's a Kobe who who's won five chips at the same mm. spot and whatever, you know, he, 
I'm sure Bradley Beal dreams of lifting the Larry O'Brien trophy somewhere. Yeah. You know, and uh, look, I, I don't think uh, in the in the East, people have been talking about Miami might want to make moves. I mean, yeah. I even heard them in the rumor mill as they might have been one of the contenders for the Kyrie yeah. Irving trade. So, Cyrus, I think a, a lot of things are going to happen because I, I, I don't think, um, and I stand corrected because you're the deep diver in stats here that, the the the, the Cow Lowry situation that in Miami yeah. has actually worked out as they hoped. I, I'm just saying it because from the games I've watched and looking, L- Lowry's not been the man for them. That he's they not wanted. been the man. So so th- I'm sure they're looking for some sort of a guard, and I, 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 not some sort of a guard of a good point guard that you know because Jimmy Butler uh, really is one of those guys. If things are not going well. He might just take on the starting five with the <laughs> with the reserves with the reserves and beat them. <laughs> Look, it could happen, but, but I agree with you in the sense in in the sense that I think Miami are definitely trying to make some moves, and we'll see what they can do. It's been in, in, interesting to see how Miami has actually struggled to bring people in mm. um, over the last couple of years, and and they have to they have to do some introspection. Um, I think another team, I think there's going to be some real championship contenders looking for, for pieces that will make them better, like the Bucks. I still feel the Bucks are... They need one uh, piece. They're going to look for at least one or two players to okay. just try and shore things up. Um, I, I think maybe, you know, from a shooting perspective, mm-hmm. uh, that's why the Jay Crowder rumors have been um, happening quite a bit there. And if you add a Jay Crowder to that team and maybe they keep a Wes Matthews, that gives Ooh. them a lot of defense on the wings. Um, yeah. and, and people that they could actually really count on um, late in games. So I think the, the Bucks are, are a team to look out for. Um, the Lakers obviously need to try and make some moves to see what they can do. Um, and then another team for me is the Warriors because Steph just getting injured um, a couple of days ago, is it's bad for the Dubs. Unfortunate, unfortunate. Bad Very for the Dubs. They said he's out for a couple of weeks. Um, hopefully it's not as serious. We've seen some of the, the reports, um, but I th- hopefully he can he can come back, um, you know, pretty good and 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 playing at the level the Warriors need him to be at. But the Warriors will look at this and say, we can't waste another year of mm-hmm. this group. And they've had to make some big decisions in terms of what they do with with a player like James Wiseman who hasn't been playing. And this could be it. This could be the time where they they really shop things around. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if if Wiseman ends up on a team like. Toronto, for instance, you know, mm-hmm. you, you don't you don't know what the Raptors are doing. Or, and everybody's or, looking at or, them. Or maybe the 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 Toronto affiliate, the nine what? <laughs> <laughs> like nine one three. The G League team. He, he's knocking on the G League doors. I, I'm just saying that because I've been watching because it's yeah. part of my uh, fantasy team. Um, Look, I think the thing though is there's an understanding that the Warriors just don't have the time to develop a young player. Um, into the play that he can be. Whereas a, mm-hmm. a, a, a team like Toronto, they can allow this guy to grow uh, from minute one. And there's even uh, talk or even speculation that uh, Precious Achua could be one of the players that could go um, in Golden State's direction, which would oh, be wow. really interesting because yeah. he's a very active big, can mm-hmm. shoot a bit, yeah. um, does a lot on the defensive end, and that's exactly what the Warriors need. So we'll see what happens with, with those types of deals. So um, before we move on, because mm. I know you're ready to get into All-Star right now. You've got that All-Star look on your face. It's just what I am. I want to ask you a question. Usually yeah, you ask me questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it time for the Phoenix Suns to just dismantle things? And start from scratch. Hmm. Interesting question. Because, you know, we're talking about trades and everything. Yeah. And and I've just looked at the Suns recently. You know, Jay Crowder is not coming back. No. And that's been a big loss for them. Yeah. Uh, defensively, especially. And then you look at 
Yes, Chris Paul, he's trying yeah. to the best of his abilities at that age. Devin Booker, obviously, mm-hmm. health-wise, things have been good. Do you think it's just time for them to say, you know what, we, we need to dismantle this house and rebuild it? So it's an interesting question, Kay, because I think that the, the Suns have been part of a lot of different trade co- uh, conversations. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that's been mooted in terms of what people are saying that they've been shopping is a deal that involves Chris Paul leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it would be surprising to me if they still held on to DeAndre Ayton because of his issues with the coach. And yeah, mm-hmm. they've managed to get past some of that. But it's the decline that the, the team have had over the last few weeks and months that has been really um, difficult for them to handle. So I do think that they're going to make some changes. But I think that what they're going to do is say, OK, look, Devin Booker is clearly the cornerstone of this franchise. Mm-hmm. So Books is not going anywhere mm-hmm. unless he d- demands Decides a trade, to, all to of go, this yeah. stuff. But I think Booker is going to be there for a bit longer. Ayton is probably the one that they were like, okay, fine, let's see what else we can do and, and maybe get somebody else in mm-hmm. uh, to, to play the center position. Ayton is somewhat more traditional, not really a shooter, uh, plays in the paint, but that works with the, the, the way that the team has worked in the past. And Chris Paul. Who would trade for Chris Paul at his age and what would they get? And um, his salary is also quite high. So I think wow. that the Suns are going to look at this and say, where can we get value? Mm-hmm. Who would want to take some of these players that we have? Because mm-hmm. I do think the Suns will make some 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 bold some moves. moves there, Just yeah. remember, they're going to be under a new owner very very soon. Yeah, and he's going to want to make a splash. He's going mm-hmm. to want to um, him and the ownership group are going to want to to change things up with the Suns and make them a, a destination that people will be like, yeah, these guys could definitely get the NBA Finals again. So with a little bit of money in their pocket mm-hmm. and and some really bad or good intentions. I think the Suns could actually make some some moves. So here's what I think. I think CP3 is pretty much on his way out um, in Phoenix. I think they've, they've managed to squeeze as much juice out of the orange as possible. Yep. And where he goes, well, this might startle you. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me if he teams up with an old pal of his... <laughs> In Los Angeles. In Los Angeles no. to make the old age home. No, not again. Even older. We, we've tried that and it didn't work. <laughs> and, and as you can see, we've got a bunch of youngsters there. And I think we, we, we need to keep it as young but, as but, possible. But think about it this way. How do you get off the Russell Westbrook contract? And who's got a contract in a somewhat similar vein? Chris Paul. Chris Paul also gives you a completely different player. And will also be on, I think the deals are somewhat, I think like his deal is a little longer mm-hmm. than Westbrook. So that would be problematic for the Lakers. Yep. But I think that they'd, they'd be, I don't want to call it stupid, but they'd be interested enough for it to be a potential Never. thing. Cyrus, I'm willing to put money on that. That's not happening. Oh, yes. That is not happening. Money. But that I do is think, not But happening. to answer your question, I do think the Suns will make some some trades. I think that they realize the, the squad as it is, Mm-hmm. can't necessarily sustain itself. So I think CP3 and, and DeAndre Ayton will probably be the players that they look to to move on, as well as Jay Crowder, who's got to get out of there. Don't you think, oh, now I'm going into deep into this conversation, mm-hmm. a Warriors could use an Ayton instead of a Wiseman? Look, possible. Because, um, because that would give our main man, Kavon Looney, a bit less stress. You look, know? It's, it's possible. But I, I also think that it goes back to what the Warriors, um, the style of play. Is mm-hmm. Aiton quick enough for what they need? Is, is he going to give them what they, they need in terms of trying to stretch the floor a little bit? Because remember, the thing about the way the Warriors play is that Aiton will probably only then play three quarters mm-hmm. and, and, and a bit of the fourth and never finish games, which has happened in Phoenix. They, they, they can use his rim protection. Uh, 
you know, um, he without can clean question. up offensive and defensive boards. Without Cyrus. question. It, it would be intriguing. I don't know if the... Well, we'd have to see how the money would work. That's yeah, the key true, thing true, here. True. Because I don't know if the Warriors have the assets to be able to make a trade like that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd have to see. Um, I like that question. Kaunda, uh, let's take a quick break. Then after we come back, we'll talk about All-Star Reserves and all of the stuff happening there. Okie dokie. Kaunda Chama. Yep. All-Star Reserves. Where do we begin? Let's list them. So we've, we've had the All-Star Reserves um, announced and some really, really interesting uh, names in the Reserves. Do you mm-hmm. want to go through West Reserves and I'll do East Reserves? How does that sound? Okay. Uh, I am uh, West Reserves. Yes. Um, we got Paul George LA Clippers. Mm-hmm. Shea Gilgis Alexander OKC. Yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr., Memphis Grizzlies. Dame Dollar, Portland. Larry Markinen, Utah Jazz. We're both smiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grizzlies. And Domantas Sabonis from the Sacramento Kings that are going to make the playoffs. <laughs> yes, they should. Yes, they should. Um, so, Eastern Conference Reserves, Bam Adebayo, well-deserved. Yes, sir. Jalen Brown, we had expected that. Yes, sir. DeMar DeRozan, really interesting. I Didn't I tell you? Playing. Yeah, you did. Didn't I tell you? You did, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Joel Embiid, obviously, um, really unlucky not to be a starter. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Didn't I tell you? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> and, and also, really, really well-deserved. Drew Holiday seemed to polarize a few people. Yeah, um, I, I was just like, uh, but then again. Holiday be that guy. You know. And uh, Julius Randle from the New York Knicks. So that makes up the East Reserve. So, um, is this Julius' second All-Star That is a good question. Yeah. I think it is. Um, I think it is. And, and it's just one of those where you just think, okay, so Julius Randle, he's been doing really well for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. The Knicks themselves have not been particularly great, but... Hey, here we are, right? Cyrus, those things do happen. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there are times when you're just bowling out, but uh, the, the, your supporting cast is like, hey, we, we don't really, uh, yeah, keep driving the bus. We, we're on. <laughs> but I, I think that the selections have been really interesting, though. And I mean, um, maybe before we go into the selections themselves, we should talk about the, the supposed snubs. Because I think that's where a lot of the story comes from. It's like, man, him over him, him over him. So you've got the list of snubs mm-hmm. available to you. It is Randall's second selection, by the way. So who are the biggest snubs that you've seen? According to the, 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 the discussion around various campfires. Yes. Uh, and I think you and I will agree with lots of these. So from New York Knicks, Jalen Branson. A lot of people thought he should have been selected. Yeah. One of our favorites, Spicy P. Mm, Pascal Siakam from the Toronto Raptors. He's been so good. He's been great. And then from the Sacramento Kings, your man, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I I really like that I did agree with you. I thought he should have been an all-star. He's been doing great in Sacramento. Then one of my favorites, and he also wears the number 11 jersey. As you know, number 11 is my favorite number. Mm -hmm. Trey Young. Yeah. I am so shocked he didn't make it, but we'll get into that. And another one of our favorites from the Minnesota Timberwolves, Ant-Man. Anthony Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Um, also known as movie star Anthony Edwards. Yes, he, he was so great in that movie. He yeah. played the villain so well. Uh, and then I left the two, which I think are the biggest snubs to the end. Uh, Devin Booker. I, I think it's an injury yeah. thing with him, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because then he, ha- he hasn't really played recently. So there's a bit of recency bias there for me. Yep. And then one that really spooked me. Our mm-hmm. man, The Beard. 
looks like a, he he could have Zimbabwean roots. Don't you think this guy looks like he's like Sean or something? But anyway, we'll get into that on another show. <laughs> James Harden, Cyrus. I don't know how that happened, but James Harden not is an not an All Star. Yeah, that was shocking for me um, because he's been he's been really really good, quietly good. Um, I mean, maybe is it the quiet Cyrus? It might be, but I, you know. Sometimes you, you look at these situations and you wonder, how do people make the decisions that they make? I mean, like, for instance, I like Drew Holiday. I absolutely love the guy. Um, but did he deserve to be an all-star ahead of James Harden? I'm not so sure. Yep. That, 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 that's actually a very, very valid question. Do, do you take Drew Holiday over James Harden? I don't. Well, let's put it this way, right? At the Bucks. They might because of Drew, Drew's defensive capabilities mm -hmm. and, and his all-around play. And he's had to hold down this Bucks team that didn't have a Chris Middleton for a long time. Yeah, that yeah. When Giannis is out for whatever reason, Drew Holiday has to step up. So I can see why Drew was selected. Mm -hmm. um, but James Harden, for me, is the guy that goes in ahead of Drew Holiday. Um, and then we have to look at some of the other guys. I mean, like, from the West... Darren Fox has been so good for the Kings. Yeah, but, but my question is always this, Cyrus. Mm -hmm. If not Darren Fox, then who? I mean, he, 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 because who would you replace him with? Would you say remove Jamarant? Would you say re remove Damian Lillard? Shea so, Gilgis Alexander? So Shea is a definite, right? He's a definite. Yeah. Um, I, oh man, even Dame, Damian Lillard, Cyrus. Dame, Dame's been playing some incredible basketball. I know he hasn't won anything but, in but terms it's not of that. accolades. It's his fitness stuff. Because Dame missed a, a bit of time this season. So for me, I look at it and I say... But he's Dame, healthy now. Well, <laughs> right. But, but this goes back to the whole thing around Devin Booker, right? Yeah. In the sense that like, when do you... And I know people have been talking about this. When does it count against you? to miss time early and then be back now and be like, you know, putting up numbers or to have played really well at the beginning of the season mm. then miss time now and then be back for All-Star. So I'd look at it and I'd say, look, Darren Fox, his team is third in the West, bud. Mm -hmm. He's been one of the main guys for that team, performing exceptionally well. I don't know if I'd pick him ab above Dame. But I, I was about to say, but Damian Lillard has been carrying a franchise on his back for how long? True. And it's, but, but and it's still Dame is time. currently not third in the West. And, and that's the thing for me is that I, I look at it from, because people talk about recency bias and all of that stuff, but the reality is All-Star is all recency bias. It is. And uh, you're going to say the franchise is not third in the West, but when you talk about top guards, wouldn't Dame be third in the West? <laughs> so, so, so we're, and we're, there you we've go. got to start looking at numbers all of that stuff. I mean I, I don't disagree with you uh -huh. and like uh -huh. you say you know somebody's got to miss out that, that's the thing so yeah. I, that, that's what makes I think Oster so interesting is because even when at least with James Harden we went and said okay then you would put uh, you, you get Drew Holiday, Holiday yeah. say, but like if you say okay then Trey Young who yeah. does he replace in the East and, and that's the weird one for me because if we're looking at it from a guards perspective, I don't think there's a, like a number of guards versus forwards that have to be there. Mm -hmm. um, dare yeah. I say, I might, if I had to drop somebody else, uh -huh. I might look at DeMar DeRozan. DeMar, <laughs> Cyrus, Cyrus. I might look at DeMar DeRozan and wow. be like, yeah, Trey Young's there. Cyrus, DeMar DeRozan, first of all, 
Uh, that trade to the Spurs, I felt sorry for him because remember he was on the poster for the Africa game, and then when that happened, he didn't yeah, come. Whole, he couldn't come. He couldn't come. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I went to see Demar. Maybe it's because I'm a I'm a fan. There's yeah. also the fandom in me because I I, I, I like Demar Derozan, and I think he also wears the number eleven jersey. Uh, again, good question. I love number eleven jersey people, but <laughs> Demar Derozan, one of my favorite players, because. He's a silent assassin. If there's ever been a he silent is, assassin. And he is a number 11. He's yeah. a number 11. And uh, Cyrus, what he's been doing at the Bulls. Come on, Cyrus. I'm, I'm not saying he's bad. It's like back to Raptors, the Mad Rosen. Right but, but the crazy thing is here is that, so are we saying, I mean, like this is the thing about who, who should or shouldn't be there, snubs mm. and, and, and all of that stuff. Is that, so then we're saying Trey Young hasn't been that good for the Hawks. No, he's been great for the Hawks. So, so it's one of those where you're like, oh, but has he been that bad or has he been that good? I mean, these are the selections. And, and, and I tend to look at this and say, okay, so how do we make a call? How do we make a call on, on who deserves to be there and who doesn't? And the reality Ooh. is DeMar DeRozan's been playing really, really good basketball. Yep. Uh, but so is Trey Young in, 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 in fits and starts, right? Yep. Yet when we look at those teams, are they playing at their very best? the Bulls or the Hawks. And that's where things start to get a little bit iffy because you're like, okay, in the East, you've got the Bulls as like currently the ninth seed as we record this. They're behind the Atlanta Hawks who are the eighth seed. Um, it, they're pretty much the same when you look at it from a, a records perspective. So we then start to look at the statistics and that's where things get really, really tough because you're like, okay, so, you know... <laughs> What counts more, points or assists? You know, Trey Young is doing really well. He's averaging 27 points a game, whereas DeMar DeRozan is 26 points a game. And you're like, okay, fine. So what else is it? Well, maybe it's, it's, it's assists. Maybe we've got to look at that. You know, like, okay, so what is Trey Young averaging? Well, guess what? He's averaging 9.9 .9 assists a game. Mm -hmm. Third in the NBA. First in the NBA is Tyrese Halliburton, by the way. Yep. So... Then what about DeMar DeRozan on that list? Oh, he's not even in the top 20. So it's one of those where you're like, okay, so why is DeMar DeRozan an all-star ahead of Trey Young? And maybe it's a positional thing. Could be. And, and, and just, um, look, I, I won't even say it's a popularity thing because both of them, I think if you look at the popularity of both players, is almost at par. Yeah. And, and the scoring is almost the same. Yeah, I think it's all about who was lucky when they closed the the voting. I, I, I think there for me, maybe because look, we 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 can't control the votes, and no. fans say what they say, and but, but players reserves say what they, are coaches, and coaches say what they they say, right? But look, Cyrus, if I was a coach, mm -hmm. as much as I, I liked Trey Young, you know, Trey Young's one of my favorite guards. I, I like the fact that his story is one of those too small. Not not buff enough, won't make it, and then you know he makes yeah. it into the league. And, and uh, but I just like Demar Derozan more, and, uh, and that's the thing, Connor. And that, I think that's what swayed the vote, even for at, me. At, I voted at the DeMar end of DeRozan. the day. You're like, yeah, Demar, he's my guy. Yep. That's who I'd love to see there. There you go. And and that's what most of the coaches thought. So you know, can't really hate on that. I will say. Um, they're all still really, really interesting selections in the sense that I think that the All-Star game would be great. Mm -hmm. But I want to ask one other thing because obviously things have changed with, with regards to injury and availability, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think KD is going to be available. No. Um, uh, it, uh, they've been talking a couple of weeks and we've got just uh, about two weeks to yeah, go. And, yeah. and, and I don't think... KD will be fully back. Yeah, and it, I, it, it, they, you might not want to to 
to risk playing an All-Star. Yeah. Uh, Steph is out. Um, is, <laughs> is, is Devin Booker back? No, not yet. Uh, he's also a couple of weeks out. So, you know, we're, we're looking at players who have been selected as... But well, Devin I mean, Booker... Devin was missed out. He's missed out. So, and so, so. He's, he's pretty much not going to be there. But then, um, I'm just looking at some of the other, the, the other players who have been selected, right? And I think apart from a Steph and a, and a KD, KD. We, we, we're pretty nice. So, you know, the commission is going to have to make some, some, some calls here in terms of who will replace whom. So, uh, if we look at the major snubs... Yeah. As we've like a Harden and a, and, and a Booker, those are the major snubs. So 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 we we, we, we don't know, but Booker can't play anyway. Cause yeah, but but I'm, I'm asking. But just, if, yeah. if we look at the healthy snubs, yeah. uh, and on the West, so if Steph can't play, we we we've got De'Aaron Fox and Anthony Edwards as potential replacements, replacements yeah. from the West. But but I wonder if they don't do a promotion from the reserves and then select a new reserve. True. Um, I think that might be what happens. Mm. And I mean, maybe it's Shea who becomes a starter. Um, wow. If you look at it, or maybe it's Dame. But but the commissioner is the one who's going to have to make that call, right? You are going to make Shea a starter ahead of Jamarant. Yeah, you've seen Shea's numbers. Um, but you've seen Jamarant's highlights. All-star. It's about highlights, Cyrus. Oh, my God. It's about I mean, I don't disagree That's why they have you. a dance contest. Yeah, That's why they yeah, have yeah, a skills the, challenge. All, all these other things. It's that, not about you know, stats. Shea, only stats Shea would be matters. a great starter. I mean, maybe it is Ja Morant. <laughs> um, you know, when you look at it from votes perspective, Ja was up there. So, yeah, look, probably Ja who will re, re, uh, replace um, Steph, Steph. So, then it, fine. That's cool. Then who do we replace? Um... um Ja in the West, uh, from a guard's perspective, we gotta go. Darren Fox. Darren Fox. We gotta go. Darren Fox. Okay. Unless Ant Man gets Anthony know, Edwards. Yeah, yeah look, m- m- I, I would love for Darren Fox to get that that selection. And the Kings deservedly yeah. so. Cyrus. Yeah, and then they would have two All Stars. Yeah, Demantis Sabonis and uh, and and Darren Fox. And Darren Fox. Yeah. And so the KD replacement. That's where we gotta go next. Um, I'm so, very biased. <laughs> I'm very biased. I'll, I'll tell you now yes. who I put. Yes. I put Pascal. Pascal? Yes. To replace KD? Yes. No, but who, who you're missing the him? obvious. Who? James Harden. Oh, oh, so we're doing the... the promote the, from oh, the Oh, sorry, reserves. my bad. Yes, yes, yes. So, promote, Joel Embiid. So, we promote JL. Yes, yeah. yes. Then we bring in Pascal. No, James Harden. James Harden. It's <laughs> an obvious. James Harden was the biggest snub. I'm being patriotic here. So yeah, no, I get you. I, Love I, I, Pascal. I'm doing my best. Love Pascal. <laughs> but it's clearly James Harden who's going to be the all-star. True, true, true. And, 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 I, and I hope he is. Sorry, so I, for, I hope for real, so, I, too. I, I, because I, James Harden plays all-star basketball. He like, does. Let's keep it real. And I love the fact that he's a lefty and he's so skilled, Cyrus. Like, he really he, is. He will have you on his hip and he would do wonders, probably embarrass you. But have you like, on his hip like an African mom. Yes, with a newborn baby. Yeah, but that's exactly how he is, and and I think that James Harden. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't get elevated to to an All Star. Mm-hmm. We could still see a couple more injuries, you know. Um, Don't say uh, touching wood, but hopefully nothing serious. But mm-hmm. there could be a couple more injuries that will see some players make it into the All Star ranks. Uh, but I think that we've we've covered this pretty pretty good pretty well. Um, Let's see what happens because I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually really interested to see what happens with the selection of the teams. 
Oh, Cyrus. I, I don't know if they're going to do it on court, but I know mm. it's going to be before. Yeah. So it could happen like on a big screen and yeah. then they're revealed like, you know, in true all-star Can fashion. you imagine? And then you have the crowd there. Like the crowd be like, you know, Giannis, pick Steph yeah. or, you know, whoever. Cy- Cyrus, that'll be the most fantastic thing. You give the captains microphones. Yeah. On the court. Yeah. And then... And, then and maybe reversible it, jerseys for the yeah. players. Cyrus, why don't they have you working there? I didn't well, even think of that one. Know, Reversible jerseys. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it in terms of two jerseys. Yeah. You know, you're either Team Giannis or Team LeBron. Uh, but a reversible a jersey would work, yeah. Allows it. And, and Cyrus, they would put on like fake little bleachers. You know, like the whole playground <laughs> thing where the player's actually sitting there. Oh, Counter, they, they should have called us. And, um, and then, you know, you're just calling them straight off yeah. the bleachers like... Come on, Devin Booker. Come on, you're, you're yeah. my team. Come on, Joel. Let's make this happen. It would be such a wonderful experience. I must say, the thought of being that last player called, you know, <laughs> you're still going to get picked, though. You're still going to get picked, but it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. At uh, least okay. it happened off screen, you know, Back before. In the day. But now, you've got to be there holding the ball, like, okay. Cyrus, as a guy who it had hap- has happened to in real life, yeah. it's the worst feeling. <laughs> you, but you're still playing, and <laughs> that's, that's all that counts. <laughs> Calendar, we're going to have to leave it there, man. Thanks so much, bud. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, sir. You know, this is how we do. Um, Everybody, please make sure you interact with us on our social media uh, platforms. We are at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook. For all things NBA from an African perspective, from me, Cyrus Rogers. And from me, Calendar Chama. It is so long, and we'll see you courtside. <laughs>